Welcome to today's audio podcast from the Church at Bushland. If you enjoy the teaching ministry of the Church at Bushland and would like to enjoy more resources and weekly updates, we hope you will visit our website at thechurchatbushland.com or download our app for both iOS and Android devices by searching for The Church at Bushland. We'd love to know how this ministry is touching your life. Please take a moment to let us know by emailing us at media at thechurchatbushland.com. Also, if you would like to support this ministry financially, you can do so by visiting thechurchatbushland.com slash give. Man, good to see you guys. I hate that October is ending. I love October. might be my favorite month. Uh, Gorgeous outside, just beautiful time of the year, so... uh, Grateful that you're here this morning. Welcome this morning. Hey, we're in the One Another series. We continue in that One Another series. And uh, today, today is a One Another that when you hear the One Another series preached a lot of times, it's not even included. And to me, personally, it is the biggest one. You say, well, gosh, can it be bigger than forgive one another and prefer one another and love one another? I'm not telling you it trumps all of those, but I am telling you this. If you don't do this, if you don't even acknowledge this one another, I promise you, you'll struggle at the other ones. You'll struggle at the other ones. So today is simply greet one another. Greet one another. I want you to listen to Romans 16, 16. Greet one another with a holy kiss. Now, I don't want you to be alarmed, okay? (laughs) We're not going to walk around and start kissing, all right? But I'm telling you something. This one another is very, very important. We have got to greet one another with a holy kiss. And we'll talk about the holy side of this in a little bit. But I want you to know something. We are living in a day and time that is every, every single day, the, the world is trying to eliminate humans. I mean, they're just trying to eliminate them. They're trying to make this world, you live in it, but you never have to even acknowledge another person's out there. I mean, it's every single day they're moving more and more to the stagnant of people don't exist. They're just instruments to do something to my ple- for my pleasure. And I'm telling you, that is not the Bible. And if you're not careful as a believer living in this world, you can become like the world more than you can become like the word. I mean, it'll program you to where, well, I don't have to talk to nobody. We drive, we we get in our vehicles today. Most of us live in alley parking lots. I mean, like our houses have alleys. Not all, especially in the country out here, but but a lot of the cities have parking lots, their garages are alleys. So we go out of our homes, we get into a vehicle, then we raise the garage door and we back out. When we come home, we raise a garage door, we pull into a garage, and before we ever get out of a vehicle, we put the garage door down. We live in a day and time where we don't even know neighbors. We don't even care to see neighbors. 
That is so foreign to generations before us, it's scary. The world is trying to make us selfish because the world is selfish. And if we're not careful as believers in the church, we'll be that. It'll happen to you. Proverbs 18.21, we talked about it last week. The tongue has the power of life and death, and those who love it will eat its fruit. You won't greet another person without using your tongue. My wife said, are we really using these two scriptures together? Greet one another with a holy kiss and the tongue? I'm like, baby. That's not what I meant, okay? That's not what I'm, that's, I didn't put those two together to bring up that. I probably shouldn't even said it. But what I'm saying is you can't greet people without a tongue. You've got to use your tongue to greet people. And when you greet them and when you speak, you can speak life into them. And I believe you can also speak death into them, but I believe you can speak death without speaking. Because when you don't speak, you said, I I don't even acknowledge that you are alive. That's a strong word, I know. Let me say this before I jump in. I got six little nuggets I want to give you today. This is not, this is not a personality thing. Okay, some of y'all are like, man, this is good. I'm I'm off the hook because I'm such an introvert. And so it has nothing to do with me because this is the way God made me. This is a sermon, a message for extroverts. Okay? That is like saying that because you're an introvert, you don't have to greet, but because you're an extrovert, you don't have to sit quietly with the Lord. <laughs> How many of you extroverts are like, whoo, I don't have to have a quiet time because it's not my personality. I don't sit and be still before the Lord, so I don't have to worry about that scripture. Folks, listen to me. Personality died at the cross. <laughs> I, know, I know you have a personality, but it's been resurrected. It's, it's, you have new life. That means the power of the Holy Spirit that Paxton referred to, there's a power of the Holy Spirit that lives in you that trumps your personality. It just does. And so whether you're an introvert or an extrovert, you're, this is not a personality thing. This is a word of God thing. So you can say, well, my personality doesn't, doesn't because of my personality, I don't have to obey this word. That word's for extroverts. None does not. Nowhere in here does this thing take in the regard of personality. This is, this is a word for God's people. Listen to me. You've got to greet you got to greet people. you got to greet them. You say, well, they don't really need me to greet them because I don't greet well. You're not greeting for them. You're greeting for you. When you forgive someone, sometimes you forgive people that don't even know it's bothering you. You don't forgive for them. You forgive for yourself. Amen. So this day of time, you think you're greeting for them. You're not greeting for them. You're greeting for you. Why? Because you are a person who says, I am going to obey the word of God. And the word of God simply says, without any seminary degree needed, greet one another with a holy kiss. Regardless. 
So with that good news, let's jump in. So number one is this. When I greet one another, I acknowledge God's creation. When I greet one another, I acknowledge God's creation. I want you to look in your Bible in Psalm 139. Very familiar text. We love to read it. We love to say it. It's a big, it's, it's a big deal, but, but, but I want you to listen to it, though. Really listen to it. Psalm 139, verse 13. For you created my inmost beings. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you. I what? I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. Then it goes in to say that my frame was not hidden from you. Listen to me. When we greet one another, when I walk up to you and greet you, what I have done is I've acknowledged you and I've acknowledged creation. The opposite is just as true. When I do not greet one another, I do not even acknowledge creation. I believe, and I know this is strong, I believe that's an absolute slap in the face to the creator when I don't greet. You say, well, I saw you at church last Sunday and you didn't greet me. I do my very best to greet people. Uh, We live in a day and time, I'm telling you, it is trying to isolate the world. Many, many, many churches today, many churches today, the pastor is paraded in after the service starts, protected down front and paraded out before it ends. And I understand all the different mechanisms of that, but I could never do that one day in my life. I I would blow up. And I'm not trying to say anything special about myself. I cannot eliminate me because of my job title to doing what God's word says. You have got to go greet people. You got to. And if I get shot greeting, then glory to God. (laughs) But the day and time that I fear a bullet and deny the Father's words, I'm in trouble. And I know that's strong, and I know I'm on a podcast, and I know I've totally set myself up for a phone call or something. But I'm telling you right now, in the name of fear, we've stopped doing God's word. We have. And I think it hurts the church. It does. We have worship teams that are locked on a stage and can never get to the body. How do you lead a body to worship if you never get out to the body? Just saying, I don't want these guys up here to be puppets. You hate concerts at church? Then don't make your worship team be, all the worship team members don't be concert people. Get your tail off the stage, either before or after church. Because if you're ever going to ask them to worship, they might want to know your heart. And if they don't know your heart, they'll never follow your heart to the throne. Same about me. We've got to acknowledge creation. And when you greet one another, you greet one another and you celebrate creation. You celebrate creation. We've got to be men and women that understand that we've got to greet one another. Number two, 
When I greet one another, I acknowledge their worth. John 3, 16 says this, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever, so who are, who's out there? The whosoever's are who you're greeting. That whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. So if, if the God of all creation hung on a tree for me, the least I could do is go and greet the ones he created. Because they'll never, ever, 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 ever understand how much God loves them unless they see it in me and you. I am an extension of the gospel when I greet them. If I am born again and changed by the gospel, I need to take the gospel to the people that God created for the gospel for. Listen to me. Many, many people today have come to know Christ because they gave the Holy Spirit a chance because someone welcomed them and greeted them. You drop a wall in someone's life when you greet them, and you don't even know it. If God loved them so much that he died for them, the least I could do is go greet them, to go greet them. Number three is this. When I greet one another, you're going to think this is kind of weird, but when I greet one another, I see one another. I see one another. Back when Melissa was battling cancer, I used to do Walmart for my family or go shopping for my sweet wife, but I would do it in the mornings. Uh, not that that's a shocker if you know me, but, but I go in the mornings and I go to Walmart. I, I realize that Walmart's a lot safer in the mornings than it is <laughs> after school. So, so I went in the, one morning to, to Walmart and I'm going down the aisle and there's a little old man down there, and, and I just, being me, when I went by him, I, I told him good morning. I said, good morning, sir. He didn't say a word. Just looked at me. I was like, I, I didn't say good morning for him necessarily. I said, because what I'm supposed to do, not want nothing back. So I said good morning to him. So I get a couple of hours over, and I see him again. And so I'm just pushing. I wasn't going to say anything this time, because you know, I did that last time. So, so I didn't say good morning again. So as I'm getting close to him, he said, hey, do I know you? I'm like, I don't think so. I don't know you. He said, well, why did you speak to me? That's a great question. <laughs> I said, I spoke to you because I saw you. All I said. Wasn't a very deep answer. I spoke to you because I saw you. He looked at me and said, no one ever sees me anymore. Since my wife died, no one ever sees me. They always saw me when I was with my wife. She was the outgoing and the personality. And so they would greet her, and then because I'm standing there, they greeted me. But no one ever saw me. And I said, well, buddy, I saw you. And I want you to know I love you, God loves you, and I hope you have a great day. Amen. I just walked off. So I get up to the cashier and checking out over here. I get done. I get my stuff. I turn this way. I look over, and he's in line. And he's putting his stuff up on the, on the deal. And he looks at me, and I look at him, and he said, and I said, and that was it. I've never seen him a day before. But let me say something to you. We live in a day and time 
that we tell our children and we're raised, don't speak to people. Weird people out there, strange people out there, bad people out there, they'll kidnap you, throw you in a van, drive to another town. Yes, that happens. Gets a lot of attention. But there's a lot of lonely people out there. A lot of people out there don't have nobody. A lot of people out there that are just like that little old man. He feels like he's invisible. He's like a ghost. You can come to church and feel like sometimes nobody even saw you. You can go to work sometimes and feel like no one ever saw you. Please, for the love of Jesus, see people. He saw you. When he hung on that cross, he saw each of us. If we believe that Jesus died for everyone, see everyone. Can you not see everyone? Ask God to help you see people. Please don't be a people that live in fear and forget and lose people. I know there's weird people. I know there's strange people. I know there's people we should fear. But man, the Holy Spirit tells you to greet somebody and see somebody and say something. Say it. You gotta see people. Number four, I need to be proactive in greeting one another. I need to be proactive in greeting one another. Listen to me. All the extroverts in the room said, yes. All the introverts said, oh, Lord, it's not my personality. That's the hardest thing in the world. I know you're sweating right now if you're an introvert. But you have got to understand, if you will practice this principle, you will improve in this principle. You may never, ever, 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 ever like it, but you will improve in this area. And it will help you. And what it will do, when you start greeting people, I believe it resurrects in you something that you desperately need to have resurrected. There's a boldness and there's a confidence that will begin to come. Can I tell you what sometimes the Holy Spirit needs us to do more than anything? Is to resurrect your confidence and your boldness so he can go to work. Some of you are sitting on your gifts. And I think it'll be initiated and the gas behind many of your gifts will be greeting. Because if he can get you out of that little safety bubble that you live in to begin to greet, he will open up your mission field. And you'll see it. But as long as that enemy can keep you just behind the doors, or keep your eyes closed, he won't see it. You gotta be proactive. You gotta be, I've said before, many churches today should not have a time of greeting. I've been in those churches. All right? If you don't greet well, don't do it. Many churches don't greet. They just have a big worship service. They preach a word. They have an altar call, and they're gone. And you only get greeted by whoever opens the door for you if someone does it. Some churches do what I call sprinkler system greeting. You ever seen that? You got sprinklers in your yard? Here's how some churches, here's some churches in worship. Hi, hi. Ha, ha. They ain't nothing but a rotor, rotor head. They ain't nothing but a rotor, all right? If, if, if we're creatures of habit in church and we normally sit in the same location, many of the same pew, if we have pews, around the same people, so over 40 years, who have you really greeted? 
Same 40 people you always sat with. Do you think after 40 years, God really calls that greeting? I think there's a breakdown eventually. God's like, yeah, that's not greeting. That's not greeting. That's, that's just favoritism. That's loving everybody loves you. That's, that's people that look like you, smell like you, eat like you, chew like you, and dress like you. That's not greeting. That's not greeting. When you greet one another, you got to greet like Jesus greeted. Walking, everybody just all over him, people everywhere, and all of a sudden he goes, you, in that tree, come here. I'm going to go to your house, and we're going to eat. And Zacchaeus like, yeah, I'm three foot seven. This is awesome. He saw me. All right? He probably was a little taller than that. But he's a little bitty guy. All right? But Jesus saw him. Who are you not seeing? Be proactive. You say, well, I can't. It's so hard. I'm just not, just not my personality. You can do this. You can. I, I'll help you because I love it. All right? I'm always greeting people. My family's like, oh, my gosh, dad's talking again. Sorry. I see people. All right? Go greet, see people, be proactive. If you'll be proactive, you'll get better at it, I promise. All right? A couple more. All right? Number five. <laughs> I see this in church. Uh, don't greet people for the wrong reason. All right? Don't greet people for the wrong reason. All right? I've seen this abused in church, absolutely abused. I've seen well-meaning mamas, some daddies, greet teachers and administrators because they need something from them for their children. Oh, I'm meddling now. And so what happens is the next week's, next Sundays and Sundays after that, those teachers and administrators are like, mm-mm. This is not the season to go to church. They're going to hunt me down. I've seen people that have been blessed financially get hunted down and greeted by people that always have a need. Now, some of you mercy gifts people are going like, that's not fair. Or, you know, listen to me. I saw it abused at a church I was on staff. I saw people stay home during the Sunday school hour because every time they went to Sunday school, somebody came in their class and wanted money. Now, I'm not saying we're not supposed to give to people, but do not greet people for what you can get out of it. Greet people for them. Please don't do that. Please don't do that. Don't greet people to get a position. Don't greet people to get something from them. Don't greet people for some favor. You greet people because they're a creation and a creative of God. Amen. You greet them because they're God's kids. You greet them because he's a creator. You greet them because they're humans. You greet them because they're people. Don't greet people for the wrong, wrong reason. Last thing's this. When I greet one another, I Bring praise. Did you know you do that? See, some of you consider yourself worshipers. If you don't greet people, I'm not sure God calls you 
good worshipers. Because see, when you greet someone, you bring worship to the Father. Some of you are like, I had never thought about that. See, the trees of the field clap their hands. When creation happens, heaven celebrates. When you greet someone, you acknowledge that they are created. So what you're doing when you greet one another is you're bringing adoration and praise to the Father in worship. You say, well, Pastor, is that why we do the greeting before we ever do the worship? Hmm. I wonder if you've been set up and didn't know it. (laughs) All right? Listen to me. When we greet, we begin worship. Greeting brings you into worship. Greeting helps someone worship. You know what happens to you as you come into a worship center and they have a greeting time and you disappear? Everybody got greedy but me. How, how open are you to worshiping? Not very. If no one greeted me, then no one's going to hear me. If no one greeted me, then maybe God didn't even see me. And if God didn't see me, he probably won't even see me not seen. I want you to understand something. Greeting begins worship. It does. Greet one another with a holy kiss. Remember it this way. When I greet someone, I have extended a kiss to them from God. Mm. How many of you need a kiss from God? Kiss from God feels good, doesn't it? When you greet one another, you've extended a kiss from God. So here's what I want you to do. I'm going to invite our worship team to come up. If you're on the altar ministry team today, I want you to come up. I'm going to ask the church to stand. Some of you are really nervous right now. All my introverts are like, I got to go to the bathroom. I am so out of here. So here's the deal. We say in the church, we should be doers of the word and not hearers only. How many of y'all know that scripture? We say it all the time. But we always do church and we just don't really ever get a chance to do that, right? So worship team's going to start playing. And this is, this is normal ending of a church service of message time. But we're going to do during this invitation time or this altar ministry time is, we're going to do the word. So I know we started with a greeting. Some of you are like, yeah, this is about to be a redo. It's about to be a redo. And we're not going to do sprinkler system, okay? I want south side, north side to kind of get to know each other. I need the sinners to get to know, not sinners, centers, get to know each other. Sorry, y'all like, I am not a sinner. I want you to go greet. Go greet somebody you didn't greet the first time. I want you to worship while you do it. When you get to get done and you're overstimulated by a greeting, come back to your seat. But I want the church in motion. If we're going to talk about greeting one another, 
You got to go greet one another, amen? Safest place you're ever going to greet one another. So welcome to the church at Bushland and go greet the church as we worship, amen? Let me pray quick and I'll turn you loose. Father, help us by the Holy Spirit to worship you while we greet for your glory. In Christ's name, amen. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast from the Church at Bushland. We exist to help people know God, find freedom, discover purpose, and make a difference. We hope you will stay connected by following the ministry on Facebook and Instagram, by using the Church at Bushland, and on Twitter by using at TCA Bushland. 